This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to visit with Alan Condon. Alan heads up the financial line. He's an editor-in-chief at Becker's Healthcare, a brilliant journalist and leader. Alan talks to us often about what stories he's following in the healthcare sort of business news, healthcare news, and so forth. Alan, tell us, what are you following currently? What are the big stories you're watching currently? Yeah, great to be back on with you, Scott. So um, two big stories I wanted to kind of touch on today in the healthcare business area. One, um, a big deal involving CVS Health, and another, a bit of an update on what's going on in terms of private equity. Um, so firstly, jumping into the CVS Health deal, um, they're closing in on a deal to buy Oak Street Health, uh, which is a primary care network of about 160 clinics across 21 states or so. Um, so this deal was kind of announced to be in the works for the last few months or so. Um, hearing through the pipeline that it could potentially go through later on this week. Um, that deal will be a $10.5 billion transaction, kind of following on from uh, a second multi-billion dollar deal that CVS Health announced just in the last seven months or so. That was the one to acquire Signify Health, which is a network of about 10,000 clinicians across all 50 states. That was about an $8 billion deal. So obviously, as you know, Scott, CVS up there with one of the top five largest companies in America by revenue up there with the likes of Walmart, Amazon, Apple and United Health, um, all of which have made really big healthcare moves in recent years. So it's kind of fascinating to sort of see CVS Health do this. CVS traditionally has been the pharmacy chain, it's been Aetna, it's got the prescription benefit chain, but, but it really hasn't really staffed those health hubs very well or the CVS health you know areas very well. And now it seems like they're really trying to buy up physician networks, become truly a provider as well, much like Optum United is. Is that the sense of where they're trying to go to really deepen their their network of truly having a provider network? Is that what you're saying? I believe so. Yeah, I think the likes of these big box retailers like CVS, obviously not just a retailer, as you mentioned, but the likes of Walgreens moving further into healthcare as well. They'll be more accessible in the community. Um, snapping up these provider networks and potentially more acceptable of tighter margins than health systems maybe are as well. But um, I think vertical integration is likely the name of the game there. You know, hospitals achieve this by, on the provider side, by integrating physician practices, post-acute facilities and ACOs to become quote-unquote health systems. So I think there will obviously be increased competition in the healthcare sector, no doubt, but maybe also the opportunity for some of those, um, you know, big box retailers, tech companies to collaborate with health systems in the future as well. But your point is so well taken that the CVSs, the Walmarts, may end up being more accepting of tighter margins here. And, and the hospitals get hurt often in a physician employment. And the hospitals traditionally did, did well, even though they lost many of the physician salaries because it generated so much other business for the hospital health system. Then the model changed where they had to be an integrated delivery system. Here, the Walmarts, the CVSs, the Walgreens both want to own physician networks for all the other businesses it throws off, but they also want to own it for all the other collateral businesses it can be related to, like the Aetna part of it and so forth. So it really is fascinating. Then there's always rumors that Walgreens, Boots Lines, Walgreens will get closer to Cigna, and we'll see if that plays out. But, but what a fascinating situation in terms of CVS after multi-years of not really going that strongly after this direction, building it out physically, but not doing it actually in practice. Now trying to do it in practice with these major acquisitions, just absolutely fascinating. 
you know, Alan, thank you. You were going to talk about that story and another story today. Tell us what the other story is that you're watching. Yeah, absolutely. So the other story comes out of a new healthcare market report by PitchBook, um, which we recently covered, found that 2022 was the second highest year for healthcare services deals in private equity. So there were 863 transactions last year following 2021, which was the the most number of private equity deals in healthcare, which is just over a thousand. So I think what the report is indicating, it's expected that the staffing related margin pressures and kind of liquidity constraints will likely slow private equity deal activity in the first half of this year. But there may be a bit of a rebound in the second half of the year once we see those macroeconomic conditions cool off slightly. So um, really interesting to follow. I know you've been following private equity for really closely for quite a while, Scott, but obviously it's had its sights set on healthcare over the last couple of years. You know, deals have been on the rise with some bumps along the way since 2009 or so, but really interesting to see just the, the volume of the deals last year and in 2021 and also seeing how much, uh, how much private equity will have an influence on healthcare in 2023 and going forward as well. No, it really is fascinating to see how much of it is out there. No, thank you. The the private equity is still sitting on a trillion dollars, a trillion five that they have to invest. Healthcare remains one of the sectors they stay very interested in. Ventures slow down a little bit on digital health and technology health, but the core private equity has stayed pretty focused on this practice management, this practice segregation strategy, and a lot of it is is indicated by this, you know, by what we just talked about a second ago, the Oak Street Health of the world, the village MDs of the world, those were one-time private equity and venture funded and grown into major, major organizations bought up by some of the biggest companies in America. What a fascinating situation. Alan, thank you so much. We, we expect that to continue the private equity interest in healthcare, and it leaves hospitals and health systems constantly trying to figure out where do they fit into the health system universe going forward, and that's really the big question as you continue to watch this and how do they make margins work and thrive when there's all these other different sort of pieces of healthcare fighting at the edges and the high margin edges of the business like CVS and private equity and so forth. Alan, thank you so much for joining us again on the Becker Healthcare Podcast. What a pleasure to visit with you as always and great work you do at Becker's Healthcare. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Scott.